0: Hi there and welcome to another episode of Connecting the Dots, the podcast with me, Cassie Hubert, where we explore the seemingly random dots of life and yet how they do honestly connect to create a beautiful picture. We don't always know what we're creating, but I'm convinced that these dots are not as random as they seem. Today's episode, I wanted to chat to you about you have a voice, and it is worth hearing now I don't know if you're one of those people who sits in meetings when people ask for um, suggestions and you are very confident put your hand up if the hand up situation is appropriate um but you are very confident with contributing your own ideas and confident that what you have to share is worth hearing or at least worth you know putting into the into the mix and seeing if it's useful. Or whether you are somebody who kind of wants to do that, but doubts whether or not you actually have anything worth listening to, or whether anyone wants to hear you, or whether someone else will have a better idea, or even if they'll already come up with your idea and therefore it's not worth contributing. The thing is, each of us comes into this world with our own unique sense of personality and personhood, and nobody lives life in exactly the same way that we do. There might be circumstances and situations that we have in common. In fact, you might have a particularly harrowing experience, but that it is sadly shared by lots of other people as well. And it can be very easy to dismiss what we have to say about it, especially if it isn't a dramatically obvious, harrowing, traumatic experience. We can very easily dismiss, well, everybody has this, therefore, why would I share anything different or useful? Now, I think there are several things to consider. First of all, not everybody moves through the world in the same way. I have found myself really interested in the Enneagram over the last couple of years, and it's been really helpful. I love a good personality test, but not because I like to find out who I am or where I am and stay there, but because it gives me insight into inherent responses that maybe I need to reframe or reconsider. It allows me to recognize that I can get stuck and if I'm not aware of the why behind what I'm doing, then I just go on autopilot. And very often my autopilot has been so run in because it's been formed by years of my experience or pain or whatever, that I'm reacting to something rather than responding. And it's not wildly helpful And in fact, actually, it continues to keep me stuck. What's so useful about seeing this in relation to myself is going, okay, these are my defaults, but I can change it here. And so having that clarity is really useful. But where it's also so helpful is to recognize that other people don't see the world that way. I really think that the way I see the world must be how everybody sees it. I just think maybe slightly more deeply about it than some people or less than others. But the reality is there are so many different approaches to life. And the Enneagram, whilst it has nine characteristics, each of those has a subtype. And then within that, you have access to wings on either side, which can inform how you are. I think I've probably mentioned this before. And you can also find that within that, there's still variations because also you can be in varying levels of health, average space or unhealthy space. So while it can feel very constricting, you go, well, I can't fall into nine personality types. Actually, I'd argue you probably can. But within that, there's so much dynamic movement that allows you to see where you're moving to in stress and when you're doing well and then integrated that how you're moving. So recognizing that we can all fit within these and they're not rigid. And that's so helpful because I hate something that pigeonholes me and puts me in there being stuck and says, that's who you are. That's where you stay. It's like, no, everything in me gets really angry and resistant. It's like, no, that is not how it's going to go. However, it is also really useful to see that other people see the world so completely different to me. And where it's obvious to me that you should do X, Y, Z to get wherever you want to go, it's not obvious to somebody else. Or even better, somebody else will use JKL for want of alphabetical metaphor. It's really interesting to go, well, I assume I do X, Y, Z, and therefore you get this result, if I'm even holding onto a fixed outcome. But Sometimes you go, well, no, if you do J.K.L., you get this result in this shape and it's better or worse or whatever. And recognizing that other people move through the world in a different way and see the world completely differently. We often assume that people know what we know, but they're just withholding, refusing to do something or incompetent and unable to do the thing that we think they should be doing. And I really wrestle with this sometimes because I'm like, well, it's obvious, blah, blah, blah. Why aren't you doing that? And you're just being mean. Whereas actually, that's probably not the case and very often really isn't the case. We can assume everyone thinks the same way and subsequently that they are just going to come up with the things that we're going to come up with. But depending on who you're in a room with, maybe there are a bunch of people with a different number to you. Maybe there are a bunch of people who do not think anything like you because they are so very different. And therefore... You might be the only one with your, you know, ground zero state of being to even bring that to the table. And then when you add all of the experiences that you've gone through, all of life you have dealt with, all of the challenges and the struggles that you've faced, that is where you bring your unique self from the foundation point, but also the way you have processed your experiences in this world. And not everybody's experienced the same things. And so it's really important to recognise that first of all, before you even consider the what that you want to bring to the table, when you think about who you are, the fact that you've existed for the length of time that you have on this planet, the fact that you have overcome things and experienced things, and the fact that you have your unique personality and a way of moving through this world. On top of that, the incredible gift I believe that God gave us is that we are all unique. Now, unique doesn't mean there's no crossover or commonality. In fact, there's a hell of a lot of commonality. You just look at genetics, you know. It's a tiny part of our genetics that makes us different. But that difference is still so massive. You are born into this world at this point in time to bring you and all that you have to offer to the table to a world that really needs it. Now, whether you have a big vision to save children from poverty or rescue people from human trafficking. Whether you want to end domestic violence or be against drunk driving, these are really obvious and important tasks that we feel, well yeah if you've got a voice to bring that then you should definitely bring that to the table and we absolutely need your voice if that is something that you're passionate about and you want to contribute to the world and you want to stand up for and advocate for. But what if your passion or passions, because I don't think we only have one, although we do often have one or two specifically more dominant ones. What if your passions are simply you like to make your home feel nice? What if actually you care really deeply about packing a wonderful lunch for your kids? What if when you are in the office, and you are aware at meetings that everybody's tired and hungry it really matters to you to say maybe we should consider having fruit as well as croissant as well as water as well as coffee for the meetings something as tiny as that now admittedly most offices have caught on to this but what if you're somebody who goes do you know what the kids at school that I work at really need to have the freedom to go to the loo whenever they want I think this is really important Maybe you never consider sharing this because it feels so inconsequential or because you suspect that nobody's going to listen or nobody's going to be on board with it. We need you. We need what you have in your head. We need what resonates with you to be shared. Now there is a time and a place for doing it most effectively and we can definitely learn how to read the moments read the room you know if we're discussing one thing in a meeting to suddenly come up with something that feels like it's totally left field and isn't obviously in any way shape or form related maybe that isn't the moment but equally sometimes bringing in something from a slightly different field because it does relate can help the whole process move forward more effectively Perhaps you have to give presentations to an audience. Maybe you do public speaking or you find that you're having to do more and more public speaking and it stresses you out and makes you feel afraid. Maybe you're the one who's responsible for sharing a story at a meeting and you find it really difficult because you just feel silly. How often is it easier for us to share somebody else's story than our own? How often do we not want to say hey could you pay us for this because it's you know we feel awkward feel awkward asking for money we feel awkward asking people to contribute to things we feel awkward asking for help and yet there is something so powerful about using our voices standing in our experience our truth and just making an offering the world needs what we have to offer no one else can bring to the table what you can bring Plenty of people can bring very, very similar things. And plenty of people maybe are more qualified or more effective in other areas. But if we don't have you, then we don't have you. And you are here on this planet for a purpose. Maybe that purpose feels incredibly inconsequential beyond just being alive and being loved by your family, but that is not inconsequential, that is massive. Maybe you being a mother and enabling your child to come to you when they're scared, and to know that you will give them a kiss, and a hug, and put a plaster on, a cut knee, or whatever, maybe that is big enough. And yet without that, the world would be a much smaller place. It would be a much less kind place. Now using your voice takes a little bit of confidence. And one of the things that I think we can do is breathe <laughs> funnily enough we all breathe but I mean learning to breathe deeply and well most of us tend to breathe high up into our chests and get stuck up here and it's like when you're getting stressed how all the breath comes high and yet actually when you get your breath down low you feel calmer more anchored and you come out clearer there are a few things we can do to make the process more effective But by the very act of speaking, you might be bringing a word that somebody just needs to hear. You might be offering a whole other perspective that nobody in the company, organisation, group, friendship circle, book club, rehearsal has even considered. And that contribution, whether it ends up being used or not, may be a vital part of the growth and purpose and effectiveness of said group. Perhaps. You don't end up using the purple curtains next time you have a welcome committee meeting. But maybe the thought of having fancy purple curtains to make the place look richer and more sumptuous and welcoming gives rise to a conversation that enables you to consider maybe we need to make the place smell nice, maybe a scented candle is a really good idea, or maybe we need to open the window, or actually maybe we need a bit more comfort, or maybe we could consider different chairs, or, you know, it can be so small... But if you don't bring your voice, the way you see the world, the way you experience the world, the connections that you've made, then we miss out. And you are worth listening to. I realise some of these examples are really trite. But I think the point I'm trying to make is that if you don't like something, we need to know. And that's not the same as going, I don't like this, I don't like that, you're all rubbish, rah, them and us. That's not the same thing at all. But if something is bothering you, then we're never going to be able to even consider an alternative if you don't share. There is no chance of changing it if we don't know. If you think something is a fantastic idea, or even you're not convinced it's fantastic, but you think it could be an idea, then there is no way we're going to consider it if you don't bring it. We might consider it and then, all collectively reject it because it's not the right thing, but it will lead us to a greater connection point of thinking and process to get us where we want to go. And the other thing to consider is that when we speak up, we unconsciously give courage and permission to other people to also raise their voices. So often it feels like the person who shouts the loudest is the one who gets their own way. And while this can often be true, it is not the only way we can move through this world. And actually, sometimes we can hear a lot of shouting and it's the one quiet person who just pipes up calmly, offering their perspective with confidence and clarity that cuts through the noise and allows us to hear something quite profound or different or precious. In the Bible, there's the story of Elijah when he's run away from God for a bit because he's scared, and he's gone and hidden out in a cave in a mountain. And there is a mighty wind that passes, but God was not in the wind. And there is a mighty fire that passes, but God was not in the fire. And there's a mighty earthquake, but God was not in the earthquake. And then Elijah comes out, and there's a small, gentle voice. And that's where God was. Sometimes shouting for our attention seems to get us what we want but the truth is the voice itself is what matters what you have to say who you are what you're contributing to the circumstances that is what matters not just the fact that you've spoken and if we know why we're saying what we're saying and we know what's important to us in that moment and we contribute it sometimes the quiet voice spoken with confidence is exactly what we're all desperate to hear and if we don't bring it then we miss that. So I don't know what you've got going on this coming week, but there may be a few opportunities where you can be aware of some ideas or some thoughts or a sense of inadequacy about bringing those to the table. I would love to encourage you to remember that there is only one of you. You are here born for such a time as this and whether that's a big dramatic change in the world's climate or whether it's a tiny, tiny thing that you can contribute it's still of vital importance that you are able to bring that. And we need to hear your voice because you matter and you are precious. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then it would mean the world to me if you don't mind hopping over and leaving a review on Apple or wherever you stream this podcast because it does help people find it. And, you know, other people I'm pretty sure are also walking this creative dot connecty life same as we are so it would be so good if you wouldn't mind heading over and leaving a review for all other things like my blogs and any other writings or products i might be doing or offering then head on over to cassiehubert.com and you can find it all there that is the hub of the hub (laughs) have a fabulous week god bless